0: Is me. Look out because here I
1: FM, KKFI, Kansas City, Community Radio, streaming online at www.kkfi.org. The views and opinions of this program are those of its host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 90.1 FM, KKFI, Midcoast Radio Project, or its staff and volunteers.
0: Mad story, sad story now Still waiting for the truth to be told now Woah,
1: You're tuned to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. This is Urban Connections. I'm your host, Donna Morrow-Wolf. My guest in studio today is Nedra Dixon, Kansas City's own Nedra Dixon, performer, director, lyricist, (laughs) librettist, (laughs) and choreographer. She's a veteran of Broadway off Broadway, national tours and regional performances. Uh, Nedra Dixon's special event performances include the White House, the Kennedy Center, Carnegie Hall, Madison Madison Square Garden, and a music video by Tech Nine. <laughs> called fear. Fear. (laughs) So, Nedra, thank you so much for being here with us today.
2: Thank you, Donna. Glad
1: to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure. Happy New
2: Year. Happy
1: New Year and and, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and and all that stuff. Um, So, um, we're going to talk about a play, mm-hmm. a world premiere performance, yes. in addition to talking about your career. But we're going to talk about this play called A God Sibs Tale, mm-hmm. world perf- uh, premiere performance, a musical uh, presented by the Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City, Missouri. And a big shout out to our brother Damron yes. Russell Armstrong yes. for facilitating our conversation here today. He's the founder and uh, executive director of the Black Repertory Theater of uh, Kansas City. So um, I just want you to know, in that bio, I had to look up, because I thought these were phrases, I wasn't sure, but I had to look up um, what a lyricist and a librettist uh, is. Mm -hmm. A lyricist is someone who writes lyrics for... A music song. for yeah. a song, okay, yeah. and a uh, librettist is someone who does that for a full-length play or an opera, yeah, something like that. You
2: write the words, yeah, okay, the story, and
1: uh, so you have uh, served those two uh, positions, those two functions in this tale, a uh, God Sib's tale, yeah. uh, that's world premiering here in Kansas City. Can you talk just a little bit about that play first? I off? I can,
2: and and first thing I have to give to do is to give a shout out to um, my <clears throat> excuse me, my colleague, my my dear 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 friend and uh, co creator on a Gossip's Tale, Pamela Baskin Watson, um, who um, whose music is just soaring okay. in in this piece, and she and I are the uh okay and uh, also uh, lyrics uh co co lyricists uh, okay. i've done additional lyrics actually um, this we came this was a project that that um, Pamela's commissioned for to do a work with while she still lived in New York early 2020s uh, by opera America and fulfilled that commission and she she then put the work in her her piano bench <laughs> okay <laughs> and didn't and didn't look look at it uh or 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 started doing other things and didn't go back to it and then moved to Kansas City and and that piano bench moved with her okay. <laughs> and she and I met and we were part of um A jazz trio she Angela Hagenbach and myself were a jazz trio called Book of Gaia I remember that were you here before Uh uh-huh probably
1: okay
0: okay now it's it's getting clearer (laughs) it's okay
2: um so Pammy knew of my history uh as a theater professional and she said and Nikki is my nickname she said Nikki Nikki I I have something I got to show show you and so she pulled this project out at a score and she played for me this amazing score that she's written and she showed me this this book and she said what do you think about this and I said Pammy, why is it sitting in the piano bitch oh yeah. <laughs> so we started uh, collaborating together we we thought there's there's Something here that just has to be seen um, by by others. So um, we we really buckled down and worked very hard together on the the piece of story and developed that. And then we started looking for places that we could possibly get this on its feet. I thought it should be on its feet. It's a piece about eight black women in set in a 1957 rural, rural town fictional town called yeah. Floyd County, Ohio and uh, in the piece the ladies are part of um, a, a church congregation an auxiliary women's auxiliary okay. in the church and so they have met often to of course plan church activities and, and all of this but this At this time, they're gathered together because an incident uh, has happened in Floyd County that is going to actually almost burn the town down. And um, um, one of the community, a young black man in the community, uh, has had a relationship with a married young white woman uh, in the community, whose husband <laughs> is uh, 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 the the wealthy man in uh-huh. town, a town uh, he he owns the general store, he owns land, and and is a uh, um, one of the the people that that is uh, thought of as you go through. Um, Mr. Crawford to get anything. He's the man. He is the man. Yes, exactly. And uh, these two young people have had um, an affair, and and the result of their f- affair is is a little baby. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, and um, and unbeknownst to Tilly May, is the Canaan and Tilly May are the couple's names. We don't see them; we see only the eight black women in the in the piece. Okay. But but all this event is happening outside of the, outside of the church. Uh, around them, but when it's found out after the baby is born that he has a, a touch of color, <coughs> that it's obvious that she's stepped outside her marriage, and of course, um, the town is on fire. Of course, and um, and Tilly Mae and and Canaan don't know what to do except run, really, and uh, but they there's this baby that's kind of kind of. Left, we don't know what's going to happen to oh, it. Well these so while the while the town is in an uproar, um, and and f- literally um, uh, Mr. Crawford's family is out on the hunt for Canaan. And this is happening during this emergency church meeting of gathering of these eight women and everybody's wondering what's gonna happen, what's gonna what are we gonna do, how do we protect Canaan? Can we protect Canaan? Uh-huh. Can we save our community? Um, in this gathering of all this news spreading and these of uh, these events which we hear during the course of the of the musical slash folk opera, we call it a folk opera. Um, We learn about the incident itself and the town, but what we really learn is about the resilience, the fortitude, the complexity of the black feminine spirit. Ah, (laughs) so Because in this gathering of eight women, and of course they're worried about What are we going to do is that are we going to be killed are our Uh relatives going to be killed Is Canaan going to make it out of here? We know you know the women of course know Canaan's mother and and his family and they're afraid for her as well as being afraid for him Uh um, And afraid for themselves They also know that the dynamics in the town can change about how they're dealt with uh, Mr. Mr. Crawford owns everything. They have to live in this oh, town, so yes. there's a business relationship wow. with anyone who is a, a part of the town with Mr. Crawford. How are their lives going to be changed and affected by this? And there are differing opinions in the room. Of course, there are the the ones who said this should never have happened. Canaan should have known better than to... <laughs> Than to cross the line, yeah. and then there are some who are sympathetic, but there's an innocent baby here at play. What you know, uh, what's going to happen there? And some are maybe even a little sympathetic to Tilly May, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, so we learn how um, in in this emergency, how these women function with the emergency, but more More importantly, with themselves personally and with themselves as a group, and we learn about each one of them their mm-hmm. um, their separate and sometimes hidden personalities their um, and thoughts and vulnerabilities and um, strengths mm-hmm. <laughs> as we come to 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 uh, find out, in in all of them, we we learned that black women are not two-dimensional souls Thank who are you. caregivers mm-hmm. solely. That that is our that's our purpose for living and breathing is solely to be a caregiver.
1: Yeah, we are not monolithic. A-
2: absolutely. So, so
1: um, are you and uh, Pamela Baskin Watson who. I guess, was the initial yes. idea Yes. person uh, and writer on and this com- project. And composer. And composer on mm-hmm. this project. And lyricist. And lyricist. And and, and librettist. too, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all of uh, the above. All of the above. Um, are you both performing in this play? Are you one of no. the eight black women? No. No. Oh my no. gosh! How can you? How can do, do you have? Do you have to hold yourself back to keep just jumping up there and, and,
2: and doing it? Well, actually, in the in since we've been working together since 2015, mm-hmm. Pammy and I have done all eight women okay. between the two of us because okay. we had we've had to, as they call it in this business, shop the piece. Yes. So um, we had people we had some interest in it from some people in New York and we flew to New York and did a did a, a presentation for people just P- Pammy and I and Pammy on piano oh, so wow. so between the two of us we sang all these roles oh my gosh. and she played all everything um, it's a, a that would be an amazing two-woman show. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly impossible, but we did. We have done that. Okay. But um, with, with many blessings, we are blessed with uh, a cast of eight women who are incredibly gifted, and it, it's a challenging piece in that it is an, an opera, uh-huh. but... It is also, so it takes a particular set of chops, so to speak, <laughs> to sing it. it it's, the, the music requires uh, a lot of vocal technique and range, but it also requires that um, you have a freedom in that it isn't so, even though it's an opera and based in the Western world of opera, but it is certainly influenced, completely influenced with our culture's mm-hmm. musical background, with yes. with strains of jazz and blues and some gospel in there. So the voices are required uh, to do a lot. Absolutely fascinating. <laughs> and we have. Uh, Fantastic women who are who are tackling this right as I speak. They're in rehearsal right now. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why you're here. <laughs> yeah. Mia um, Ramsey, Angela Wildfire, uh, Wildflower, Wildflower Pelg, mm-hmm. Ashley Jones, Charisse Very McNally, um, Denisha Blount, Allison Jones, Bree Woods, Kara and Kara Smith. They are all phenomenal, gifted singers, actors. And they're going to have to move some too. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, two questions now: is is it, because it is an opera, is it uh, vocals only? There is no spoken word. No,
2: there is there is. We call it a folk opera. A folk it? opera. Yeah. Okay. Um, there That's there is some means. some spoken um, dialogue. Okay. As well, yes.
1: Okay. So are uh, the. Uh, Actors that you named just now are they all local to Kansas City? Yes. Wow.
2: Blessedly. <laughs> wow. Yes, and two of them actually they they live here, but two of the two of our ladies are are in school right now and and are on break for holiday. Allison is a master student uh, at Brown. And Bree Woods is in, uh, is she in Dallas, I believe, going to, also in a master's program. Okay, so so very
1: cool. Yeah. And we're going to say those names again before the end of this broadcast, Mm -hmm. so everybody can, you know, hear them again.
2: Um, Now, I should take that back. Angela Wildflower Polk. Mm -hmm. Angela, now, she lives in New York and has for several years. She is from here originally. Okay. So we are so just thrilled that that her timing was such that she could come home and yeah. participate in this project. But she is absolutely a New Yorker so, and has been for a while. So it's all good because the
1: universe collaborated to make all of this absolutely uh, possible. You said um, a little while back that you can hear stuff going on that the the eight women are inside the sanctuary mm-hmm. of their church, mm-hmm. and all this stuff is going on, and you can hear. So this calls for some imagination on the...
2: And a great sound designer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There are, we call them sound events. Uh, They're noted in the script as sound events. But there are sound events that happen throughout that let us know that there is an outside world Uh crashing in on their reality.
1: Very interesting. Now, this is also presented in uh, collaboration with the Melting Pot Theater, yes, yes. and that's where the presentations
2: is, will actually take place at the Just Off Broadway Theater. Yes, is where the Melting Pot also presents their, the The, the theater itself is called the Just Off Broadway Theater. Okay. But we are in collaboration with the Melting Pot, Lyndon Harvey Williams, who uh, they they all the Melting Pot productions are. Are mounted at the just off-broadway theater as well
1: okay and there's going to be two groups of performances yes. january
2: 12th through the 15th and then january
1: 18th through the 21st is that correct
2: yes january 12th through the sunday the 14th okay I, am i right well, friday that- saturday sunday is it 12, 13, 14? I'm looking at the
1: poster that's in at uh, Black oh, Repertory well, Theater.
2: Do what Damron says. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, that is uh, the Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City, uh, BRTKC.org. Yeah. BRTKC.org. Uh, um, now, about you, uh, yeah. Nedra. Dixon. Yeah. Tell us about yourself. Uh were you born born and raised in Kansas City? I was. Um, I thought it was pretty amazing. Um the blurb that Dan Damron sent me uh, about you. It says performer director, Broadway, off Broadway. Mm-hmm. National tours include bubbling brown sugar, mm-hmm. uh Tin Types, Hair, Jesus Christ Superstar, uh Godspell, uh, my um, by Strauss. Mm-hmm. The regional uh, theater work includes Into the Woods, Thoroughly Modern Millie, Man of La Mancha, The Music Man, Oklahoma, Songs <laughs> for a New World. Jerry, it just goes, it goes on and on and on. You also played Billie Holiday yeah. in in uh, a performance, it, mm-hmm. it, um,
2: yeah. Lady Day at Emerson's
1: Bar and Grill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, special performances at the White House, the Kennedy Center, Carnegie Hall, Madison Square Garden, um, and you were in Tech Nines. <laughs>
0: and
2: that was video. a fluke.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wasn't singing. I was not rapping. I was, it was a story-based uh, video. And so I played, uh, he, and I think if I'm not, um, if I'm, if, if I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly, the the story was was I believe his mother at the time was ill, and he oh. was he was uh, reimagining okay. what he was going through, and uh, so a young man I think was playing him okay. in this scenario, and I'm I was the mom. the mom, yeah. So I didn't have to rap, but I was in that video. <laughs> okay, I <was> the, <laughs> a yeah. central theme yeah. in the video. Right on for the credits. <laughs> um,
1: So tell us, how did you get from Kansas City Hmm. to Broadway and off-Broadway and (laughs)
2: Carnegie Hall and all that stuff? I have been um, a theater kid, an an arts kid since I was five, I guess, I think it was, that my mom and dad took me to see at Starlight Theater a production of Peter Pan. And I was so enchanted with the performance and the fact that I'm looking at a live person on stage flying that I had to do that okay so I knew from a very very young age that that I'm I have to do this live theater thing and so I um my mom um had me in all kinds of of performance classes I started dance at at, at 4 and and um, she had she enrolled me there at UMKC there used to be a a creative dramatics class for for high schoolers young young people Mm -hmm. and um i was enrolled in that class on saturdays every day for the whole time that i was in 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 school junior high and high school so Mm -hmm. theater got to be an integral part of my life very early and i was always i played instruments i played piano from the time i was like Nine, and I played violin and guitar, but I did not sing uh-huh. until I was in college and had to sing. Okay, and just didn't think of my speaking voice, my voice as an actor, to uh, to apply it in a musical way. Even though music was very much had always been a part of my life, but at school. Um, and I went, I majored in theater and performance. And at my school, we had to audition for everything that was being produced, and, and a musical was being produced um, uh, one, one season, one year. And those of us who were majors, it was require, required that we audition. I said, well, I can act, I can dance, I'm gonna act like I'm singing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and so I sang, and the head of the music program said, you know, he came to me and said, you know, you have, do you know that you can sing? And I said, well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he said, I'm gonna take you under my wing for the next two years, wow. and, um, and he did and And so a whole nother part of performance was opened up to me. And boy, did I just fall in love, of course, with with the voice? and And it's many capabilities. I always explored the voice, of course, as an actress, but i but as a singer as well, it became a whole nother instrument. And um, so after I graduated, I knew that... I've got to get to New York. I'm going to perform on Broadway. That's all that I had. That I, ha- I had blinders on and couldn't see anything else. Now, how I was going to get there, I didn't know. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I came home after graduation for two months. And while I was here, <clears throat> the national tour of hair uh, out of New York was, was performing all over the country. And they were booked here. For I believe they were here a week, and I went to see the last performance uh-huh. on a Sunday evening show. And I went by myself, I, but I did by myself an orchestra seat. Uh-huh. So, and I was sitting on an aisle. And at the end of Hair, um, the company comes out into the house, and they grab people up to bring them up on stage to dance, you know, uh-huh. to dance and stuff. And one of the cast members grabbed me and pulled me on stage. To dance, I was not interested in dancing with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started talking. Oh, you started talking. I started talking. I said, "How do you do this? How do you get to do this?" I was so enchanted with the show, but I, you know, I didn't care about dancing. I wanted to know how did you you are performing in this mm-hmm. show? How can I do what you do? And he says, "Are you serious?" I said, "Yes, I want to do this." Is what I just graduated uh, college, and I, I didn't know, you know, about how to get to New York or Mm -hmm. how to to do, because when I went to school, programs now, thank goodness, for performers are very designed to streamline people who want to be performance uh, Mm -hmm. professionals into knowing what you have to do and what you do to they get teach the business exactly huh? mm-hmm. and and actually most programs even have the senior year dedicated to doing a showcase that the school will take to New York so people can and mount it so that agents and okay. uh, <clears throat> managers can get to see this crop of students in performance
1: that's like the uh NFL combine <laughs> <Let> me- <laughs> yes yes <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's take a break right now and, and return to our conversation sure. with Nedra Dixon telling us her biography and how she <laughs> got from Kansas City to Broadway, the White House, <laughs> Carnegie Hall, and uh, beyond. And also talk more about the play being presented in January by the Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City, A God Sibs Tale, uh, which is about the tenacity, the strength, of uh, black women. Actually, it's, it's about the human race and, um, and the extraordinary power of the human race to heal itself and its communities when there is a will yes. uh, to do that. Absolutely. So we're going to take a break. You're tuned to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. This is Urban Connections, and we'll be back after these messages. Thank you for listening to KKFI. Be sure to like and follow your community radio station on social media at KKFI 901 FM, as we are now adding new content to our social media sites every day. And thank you again for supporting this station since 1988.
3: We've entered our annual year-end fund drive here at KKFI, and we're looking for support from listeners like you. In case you didn't know, we are a listener-supported, non-commercial community radio station that is committed to reflecting the diversity of the local and world community. We seek to amplify voices that have been underrepresented by other media, and we can't do it without you. Please take a moment to support your community radio station by donating online at kkfi.org. Happy New Year, and thank you for listening to Kansas City Community Radio. 90.1
1: 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. This is Urban Connections. I'm your host, Donna Wolf. Our guest in studio is Nedra Dixon, uh, born and raised in Kansas City, Missouri, actor, uh, performer, choreographer, lyricist, librettist, and uh, a veteran of Broadway, off Broadway, and uh, regional uh, theater. Um, Thank you so much once again for being here. Um, Thank you for the work that you did to you and uh, Pamela um, did to bring this um, what seems to be a very uh, nourishing (laughs) (laughs) and uh, engaging play that's going to be presented here in Kansas City. Um, The website, if you are interested in more information, uh, listeners about the play that A God's Sib A God Sib's Tale is being presented by the Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City. That's B R T K C dot org. Okay. Back to your journey <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from Kansas City.
2: Well, I was I was with one of the performers and I was frantically expressing to him how I needed to know how do you get to Broadway. Uh-huh. And he said, well, are you serious? He said, you know, they're looking for three, they're replacing three women in the show. Wow! And they had had auditions in Kansas City that week okay. and had hired one woman okay. from KC and I he said you didn't know about that I said no I didn't he says well we're going to St. Louis tomorrow and they are holding auditions in St. Louis and he said this gentleman right over here and he he pointed to the production stage manager he says go over there and talk to him and he'll have all the information that you need so I just took my little self over to that guy and this is all within a matter of like 4 minutes of uh-huh. a song uh-huh. <laughs> at the end of the at the end of the show and I I ask him for the information, he, he gave me the information about where they were going to be auditioning in St. Louis. I went home that evening and I told my mom, I'm going to St. Louis tomorrow, uh-huh. and I did. Yep. I, I booked my own hotel room, I bought a bus ticket, and I traveled to St. Louis, went to the theater, signed up for the audition, got to the audition day, and the line was around the block to audition for this thing. And, um, and it was an all day thing. I auditioned. I was called back in that, that afternoon, then called back again that evening uh-huh. to, as they were narrowing people down. And that, that night I got a call from the production stage manager asking me to or saying or offering me a contract see
1: where there's a will there's a way
2: you know <laughs> and
1: seek and ye shall find knocking the door shall be opened when unto you don't
2: you. have anything when you, when you know that there is nothing else in life for you to do mm-hmm. it will open the door there there's where you go and my I would only two of us were hired out of the hundreds of people that were auditioning and that that was the nas- the first national tour that I did, and after the end of the tour, we toured for 11 more months, because they had been out for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, I moved directly to New York.
1: See, Hair is, that the, that musical is iconic, it is. and it is one of the first albums <laughs> of, of stage, uh, of the Broadway musical Hair yeah. was was in my, aunt's home or somebody's yeah. somebody had it when I was a kid yeah. and I uh, internalized and immersed myself in that music so yeah. it's still with me oh. um uh today
2: and it's surprising how relevant uh how relevant it see, is still yeah, today and particularly today what's
1: your your favorite song from from the stage play here
2: mm,
1: what is well Donna is mine <laughs>
2: Once upon a look at Donna time. It
1: was a sixteen year old Virgin. Oh Donna. Oh oh Donna. Oh oh oh, Donna. Donna. oh, oh, oh,
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes we do, do do we do. I think um I loved walking in space. Oh yes, that's a beautiful one. I loved hair itself. Mm-hmm. So, aquarius aquarius i love uh, 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 yeah yeah
1: beautiful, <laughs> so for those of you out there who may be young or maybe just never got engaged in that uh if you're into classic theater music and uh just classic thought, I don't know how else to describe it the 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 album hair from mm-hmm. the Broadway musical is uh, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how'd you deal with the nudity part? Did you? Have
2: to, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I did it because it was a part of our contract. <laughs> I did, and I have some stories about that, but I won't go into, okay. it, into those. <laughs> but you know, it was a. Um, it was so innocent. Actually, mm-hmm. there was nothing uh, sexualized mm-hmm. or ex exploitative about Mm -mm. it at all Mm -mm. it was just a matter of humans beings being on in on the planet Mm -hmm. as you're born as you are and um, and there was lots of blue chasing lights so you really couldn't focus on anybody Mm -hmm. on stage and it was at the tag end of where do I go the Mm -hmm. the song and so there was so you were maybe 10 seconds no more than 15 Mm -hmm. seconds visible Mm -hmm. But, boy, oh, boy, did that turn the country oh, into a, <laughs> that shook things a boiling up. pot. <laughs> yes, that
1: that, uh, that shook things up. And it was all about, the the whole play was all about freedom, freedom of thought, freedom, freedom, freedom of being, love.
2: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. So it was all about that.
1: Right. So what are some of your, tell me
2: about Billie Holiday, ah, another of my favorites. I did that one here. And uh, for... For spinning tree theater, actually, okay. and um, it was what a challenge because it's it's really a one woman piece with with two musicians on the stage with her. So she's a it's a, a long ninety minute monologue and with with all her music interspersed. And but it's such a beautiful piece. Um, I had to do of course a lot of research mm-hmm. on Billie Holiday and and her tumultuous life. Yes. Um, but was she a? She was just a brilliant interpreter of song. Absolutely. And uh, to have to have to be gifted actually with the challenge of exploring her as a performer, and having to do a deep dive into how do I how do I capture her essence vocally. Uh-huh how do I capture her essence speaking-wise because there's you can there are several recordings of her where she's talking and Uh you can 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 uh, hear what she sounds like and then I was able to to also watch their videos that Uh where she is live performance how do I capture her and make um, and suspend belief so that um, I'm accepted as Billie Holiday by those who view me and i It was a um a fantastic challenge for for a creative to do and and I loved every moment of it
1: she's one of my all time favorite um, artists um, talk a little bit more if you will about acting and suspending belief mm-hmm. to the point where the audience accepts you mm-hmm. as that character. How do you do that
2: mm-hmm <laughs> um you acting is is a far more difficult task than than some would would think <laughs> or th- Oftentimes, people who, you know, come up after you've done a live performance or people who are excited about you as a performer, oh, you, you're you so wonderful on stage, or that just, you just, la, 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 light up, or you mm-hmm. make everything look so easy, but it is, it is. Your, <laughs> your guts are on a plate. Know, and right, <laughs> right. You, um, one of, I think the most brilliant actors are people who are so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I think vulnerabil- vulnerable. Mm. Say that again. Maybe. Vulnerability. Okay. Yeah. Vul- vulnerability is uh, uh, an absolute uh, requisite, okay. <laughs> Pre-re- prerequisite, pre-requisite. Yeah. requisite mm-hmm. for uh, being um, a captivating artist. Okay. Um, your spirit has to be open. Your ear has to be open to the human condition in the world in order to be able to embody uh, another human being authentically. Uh-huh. Um, it, there's also a lot of study and technique. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I am always one who, who pushes exploring um, how do I become better At something Uh you know it's just like doing scales if you're a singer or doing you know if you're playing an instrument you are going to develop muscles in your in your voice or either in your hands for playing an instrument or singing that are going to service you the whole for your entire career it's the same thing with acting and dance that you are going to service your uh, your ability to make your body a vessel for Performance and that can require that you read a lot. You you uh, his if doing Billy Holiday, mm-hmm. I couldn't just get up and say I'm going to do Billy Holiday now. Mm-hmm. I had to read everything about Billy Holiday and her history. I had to read everything about the period that she was mm-hmm. singing in. Mm-hmm. I had to learn everything about the 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 kind of music that she sang. So it's um it's it it isn't just about getting up and i'm going to i'm going to be cute now and do uh-huh. <laughs> and do a performance cuz no. if
1: you do it'll look like that's what you you're Absolutely. doing. Uh, Absolutely. let's take our last break here okay. and then come back and continue our conversation okay. with uh, local artist Nedra Dixon uh, choreographer, director, lyricist, librettist and Veteran of Broadway and off-Broadway national tours and uh, regional uh, performances in and in around the area of uh, Kansas City, Missouri. and um, she has been she worked in collaboration mm-hmm. uh, with Pamela uh, Baskin 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 Watson. Pamela Baskin Watson. Mm-hmm. I have to say that carefully because I always want to say different things than that. <laughs> but anyway, bear with me. Um, And uh, they created a God-Sibs tale, Mm -hmm. a musical, a folk musical. Folk opera. Folk opera Mm -hmm. and musical that will be presented here in Kansas City in January. And we'll give you those dates again, but right now we'll take this break. So please stay tuned to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio.
3: KKFI is rolling out a new programming schedule in early 2024. This new schedule will feature more new music shows starting at noon, with a few of the public affairs and arts programmings moving to a new time slot. The new schedule will broadcast music from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. So stay tuned as we'll share more information about the new programming schedule soon. Did you know
1: Kansas City passed a ban the box ordinance in 2018? Have you been asked about your felony conviction on an application for employment or rental housing? If so, we want to know by who. Please contact the re-entry subcommittee of KC 360 at 816-231-0217 and let's help end this discrimination. This message is a public service of KKFI. 90.1 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio, Urban Connections is the program. I'm your host, Donna Wolfe, and in studio with me today, Nedra Dixon, who is a local Kansas Cityan, been on Broadway yeah. and Carnegie Hall and all such business as that, <laughs> and now has um, uh, collaborated uh, with uh, Pamela Baskin Watson. See, I composer. want to see. I, I stop because I want to. Say, I want to say something crazy like Baskin and Robbins, and I just keep having to stop myself. That's why I keep hesitating. Uh, forgive me, Pamela. Mm-hmm. <laughs> forgive me, but um, Pamela has created uh, a uh, folk opera mm-hmm. called "A God Sibs Tale," and. Um, Nedra has collaborated in writing some of the lyrics, and uh, the libretto yeah. of the um, of that folk opera. So tell us, as you suggested, about the name A God Sibs Tale.
2: A God Sibs Tale has been uh, gone through a couple of iterations with the name, okay. but A God Sibs the the as we talked about earlier, it's about eight women um, that. Are, are illuminated during this 90-minute opera that you're gonna, that, and, and you'll find out the beauty and the excitement of them. And when we were talking, when Pammy and I were talking about names, and we had been asked by um, uh, the, some interest in New York who were talking about, uh, what about the name of the is it you know it's eight women what can we can we and we it had been called a mighty funny kind of love at one time Mm -hmm. and um so we put a little heads together and said okay okay so i sat down and said okay what what are these women it would be so easy to say if eight women are in a in a single space together that what do women do when they get together they gossip they talk (laughs) and and of course, and if eight women in a church, yes, they're going to sit around, and, and it's going to be a, a talking circle, probably. Yes. But I said, there's no way we can call it, a, you know, mm-hmm. a gossips, the gossips, because gossip has such a negative connotation. Yes. Um, of, and particularly when applied to women. Yes. <laughs> so
1: Although men really gossip a lot. They do. They, they really they do. do.
2: Yeah. So I said, but. They are sitting here in the circle, and that is the thing that they have in common, that they are expressing themselves. So I said, Let me look at, let me do some etymology on this word, gossip. And it, a gossip is what the word gossip uh, is uh, derived from. Okay. A gossip is a very positive word. Uh, a gossip in the um, 13th century uh, was a uh, a woman or in the 13th century women of a community would gather when one woman was giving birth okay. and they they'd have a you know a, a circle of women waiting on the coming of the a new child in the community and um and in the circle of course they talk about every all the happenings in town and what's uh-huh. happening with so and so and 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 so yes, they got to be gossiping, but Mm -hmm. also in this circle of women sharing, someone was designated as a gossip, which is a godparent. Uh In the case that often mothers did not survive childbirth, and if the child were left without um, a caregiver, that someone would take this child and raise this child uh, in this community so so I said that's kind of a beautiful thing it is, and it relates to our story with this this baby born in this community and and which would be very likely an unwanted baby, well, certainly from the white side of the his mother's oh, side yes. an unwanted baby, and these women um Ask themselves, ultimately, what's going to happen to the baby we're We're worried about Canaan, of course, but what about the baby? And so it's the 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 title is is derived from their actions as women and this circle of women, and how they are going to respond in this community as and and ultimately. We'll find out who the sib is, okay. <laughs> but but it's a beautiful word, a godparent. It is, and and I said, well, how in the world did such a negative come out of the, out of the beauty of someone being taking taking agency and caring of of um, of someone who of a baby?
1: Probably the same way. Uh, Women were called witches uh-huh. when they were powerful. Uh-huh. They were they were castigated and burned. It's the same kind of vibe, Absolutely. I would think. So this is a God Sibs tale. The Black Repertory Theater of uh, Kansas City, in affiliation with the Melting Pot Theater, is presenting it. Uh-huh. It's music and lyrics by Pamela Baskin Watson. Libretto by Pamela Baskin-Watson and Nedra Dixon. Additional lyrics by Nedra Dixon. Its uh, performances are January 12th through the 15th, January 18th through the 21st 2024, just off Broadway Theater, uh, 3051 Penn Valley Drive in Kansas City, Missouri. And uh, information is at brtkc.org. O R G now quickly, please, because we're running out of time. It just flies by. It's
2: been a wonderful hour. Thank you (laughs) for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: It's been a blast. I appreciate all of your work, your amazing career. You made you've done Kansas City
2: proud. Oh, and uh, Kansas City does. Kansas City has a vibrant arts community. Yes, it really does, and we are very blessed that that we do have many avenues in order to to be creatives and to express um, our arts Mm -hmm. in many forms. In many forms.
1: Um, Tell us what was going on at Carnegie Hall
2: when you (laughs) you performed there. (laughs) Actually it was a recital. Okay. Yeah, it was a recital. My voice teacher um, uh, at the time uh, decided that he was going to present his students.
1: Well that sounds absolutely terrifying.
2: (laughs) It kind of was, but <laughs> you know, when you're you're you know just young and bold and oh, and yeah. unafraid of anything, you just go with the flow yeah, you just and go say, for it. Okay, that's a nice credit to have on my resume.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> so. And and what uh, advice would you offer people who are interested in pursuing uh, theater arts?
2: Theater arts. Um, first, which I, which I tell many students that I've coached. You got to love it like you like oxygen. Mm, okay. Because it is a very difficult business. It and and also keep in mind if you're pursuing the arts in any form that it is a business.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And um, that but also pursue it, develop your talent whatever that is to its to a fine point.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Be completely confident. In what it is and who you are and what you have to offer. Okay. Because it's a world also that tells you a lot of notes. Yes. But that doesn't de- that doesn't devalue who you are or what it is that you have to offer in a moment. Because as soon as you hear as sure as you get that no, and if you're confident in what your gift is and your purpose is to be a creative on this planet. There's going to be a yes in many of them okay. around many, uh, many other doors. So I say pursue it. Go after it. Go after it with, um, with don't get off track because there's also a lot that can, can make you crazy in mm. this business. Don't look for yourself in somebody else's eyes. Okay. And, and know who you are and what it is that you have to market
1: Okay, well, thank you so much,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Nedra Dixon, for being our guest here today on Urban Connections. Thank you so much for um, what you guys have created in a God Sibs tale, Pamela Baskin Watson, and Nedra Dixon. Thanks to Black, the uh, Black uh, Repertory Theater of Kansas City. For being a place where it can make it, it's one of those
2: exciting uh, places to see fantastic work—not just great work, fantastic Fantastic work—in in in the the arts. And thank you so much, Donna, for having me. This has been a pleasure.
1: My pleasure and privilege. Oh, bless
2: you. (laughs) All righty, everybody,
1: please stay tuned for Changing Narratives with Brother Jay coming up, like in the next three minutes. All right.